In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success and who to find it? That's the big question. Is it measurable? Can you obtain it? Can you dream it? Can you hold it? I'm on a quest to redefine how we view success, and I'd like to bring you on this journey. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It's the real stories behind success. Episode number 48 with Nahal Kazim. Nahal is the founder of AmplifyCorp.com, a paid traffic agency specializing in Facebook advertising. Amplify supports the growth of education companies, including information products, coaching, and software offers. Here's the real kicker. Amplify clients add 50 to 100,000 a month exclusively off of Facebook ads. Now, this is done through generating more traffic leads and sales with paid advertising. So please welcome to the show, my dear friend, Nahal Kazem. What's up, Tony? How are you? I am well. Welcome, first and foremost, to the show. One of the great questions out the gate to kind of kind of get us up Success Mountain is, what is your definition of success? That is an intense question. Right now, I don't really have an answer, to be honest. I've been focused so much on material success, and I've made a lot of progress on that. And the reality and the honest answer is that I'm working on redefining my definition of success. And it has less to do with materialistic things and more to do with who I want to become and the type of person I want to become, not just for others, but for myself and what that will allow me to do from a material standpoint and the impact I want to make on the world. So the honest answer is I don't know right now. Wow. You know, a lot of people bullshit their way to the top of Success Mountain. What I love is that you just got real really quick. And so today on our journey up Success Mountain, we're going to talk about successes and failures, or as I like to call them, lessons and things that we've learned. How you can help the audience today is really, we'll deep dive into your company and how you help you know, people to see what the ability is, the availability of like Facebook ads and generating new opportunities, new leads, new traffic, et cetera. But you're going to learn from a guy who just really just said to you, I'm working on it. And I think that's like an answer. So many people mistaken for, I don't know what I'm wanting out of my life. And I think you've been actually on a journey of figuring out what it is you want. And you've been editing things out of your life that aren't serving to you. Would you say that's a valid kind of response? Yeah, there's a lot of the goals that I wanted in my life I've already accomplished. And the interesting part is as soon as you start accomplishing the goals that you want, you realize a couple of things. One is you probably set the goal way too small and way too short of your real potential. That's the first thing that I learned. And then second is that once you realize that you have the ability to accomplish your goals, then it changes what kind of goals you set. Because your belief in yourself, your confidence, your vision changes completely. And so then your approach changes. And so just because you set a goal out of you know an emotional desire or out of insecurity in that initial state, but you still accomplish that goal, what ends up happening is like, well, I already got that. What do I want next? And why is it that I want this specific goal next? And so that's why I'm not just saying, here's the thing that I want superficially, uh, I'm working on it. No, and I think it's powerful. So one of the things over the years, anybody listening, how do we know each other? We'll get into that today. But one of the things that I'd love to do is let an audience member know a little bit of your backstory and kind of where you grew up and then kind of how you found your way online, especially using Facebook. Yeah, sure. So I was born in Karachi, Pakistan, um, not the capital, but that's where I was born. And then I came to Canada, specifically in Toronto when I was seven. And so eventually how I got into paid advertising was that I was selling a bunch of different marketing services and eventually bought a course. And that course led me to starting a Facebook ads agency before everyone and their mother had one. 
So <laughs> <laughs> I like it. What was the, uh, the course that you had purchased? I think it was called like Facebook ads cracked or something like that by Don Wilson. And maybe that was around like 2013, 2014, something like that. Do you remember like if you were able to profit pretty successfully off of it or did you struggle trying to get no, that I, I was, model live? I was definitely not able to profit off it successfully and it had nothing to do with the course. Facebook advertising at a fundamental level requires a budget. And if you don't have advertising budget or don't have money to spend and test and invest in your business, it fundamentally doesn't work. And so that took me like four months for me to realize. And so eventually what that led me to was finding other people who had a budget, but didn't have the time to manage their own advertising campaigns. And so I just started with managing it for free for other people, got some results, and then started doing $250 a month for management and then kept doubling my prices until we found a sweet spot. I like that. Can you take me back to like the beginning days? Like, you know, you said it took you some time, like four months, right? Then you realized a few things. Then you were out there like, hey, I'm going to try switching it up. Has it been smooth for you or has it been a bumpy ride? It's been a relatively bumpy ride. And one of the biggest challenges with paid advertising is that you don't control the process. So you can control the input in terms of what you're testing, how you're testing, how frequently, aggressively you're testing, what your budgets are, placements, targeting, ads, funnels, all of that. Those are inputs. The process in terms of how the ads are actually delivered, how people are responding to your ads, how they go through, if they take your offer, those are things that you don't control. You can just optimize for them. And so what happens is that you have some incredible months where people are incredibly happy. And then there's other months that people are not. And so from a business standpoint, stability standpoint, there's naturally challenges. And so at the point of this recording, there's a lot of Facebook algorithm updates going on, ad manager issues going on, people's ad accounts getting deactivated more so than normally. And so that creates challenges, not only for business owners, but for agencies and their businesses as well. What's the one thing that you're excited about just in your life right now? Just one thing, share with me, because I I think it's going to serve us as we climb up Success Mountain today. Sure. So one of the things that I wanted to do for a very long time was to do education of paid advertising. And I was just scared, man. Like I didn't want to put myself out there. It's taken me a lot of effort to create videos and get content out and now have a podcast. Like just having the podcast, it took me like two years to get out because I was just nervous. So now the, the biggest thing that I'm most excited about right now, like my one thing when it comes to my professional career right now is adpros.com, which is a website on educating media buyers and entrepreneurs how to invest in paid advertising. And that's not just, you know, here's my website, here's what I'm interested in. It's not about that. I set a goal three months ago with one of my mentors. And I said, listen, I want to save this much money in order to buy this domain. It's an expensive domain. Once I accomplish this saving number, then I will invest in the domain. And so I hit that goal about a week and a half, two weeks ago. And then I invested in that domain. And now I'm, I have all these different people who are helping me. I have all these people who are coming out and, you know, doing calls with me and helping me with strategy. And I have this new sense of motivation and, you know, inspiration for what I do day to day because I've got way more clear about what is it that I want. That, you know, right there. So 2012, 2013, I went to traffic and conversion in San Francisco and we were I five at the time, not ship offers came out. And I talked to like four people and I'm like, somebody had mentioned, Hey, I got a new domain. What do you think? I'm like, I love it. And I just literally said to everybody, Hey, I got a brand new company name. We're going to use ship offers. What do you think? Right. And everybody's like, well, what's going to change? I'm like, everything's going to change, but really nothing changed except for my buy-in. So what's your buy-in belief now with having ad pros? 
Yeah, so I have AmplifyCorp.com. There's two I's in there. It's very hard to spell. Then I have AtTips.io, which again, is not ideal. And so now I have a sixletter.com that represents who I am and who I want to support other people to become. And so there's a degree of like self-commitment and recommitment, just not only off the investment of the domain, but also of like the vision I have for the people who I'm going to be selling to, as well as the way I'm going to be marketing and and getting my name out there and and supporting other people. So no, and I I think we talked last week about just kind of how cool that is. You have a six letter domain, like a lot of people have to come and make up really cool longer names to get it, but you spent a lot of money in your time and now you're focused on really putting out some really great products. Not that you haven't been, but it kind of, it streamlines your focus because you're like, I just invested all this money in this darn domain. Now I need to go put something on it that's going to be really cool. Yeah, for sure. And I I made an investment. I want to get that investment back as quick as possible. And so in order to do that, I have to be super clear about what I'm actually selling, how I'm selling it. So I have one offer, which is a coaching program. That's the fastest way I can get back the investment and then fastest way I can actually invest in paid advertising to grow my brand. And so I see a lot of different funnels and I know what some of the fastest paths are. And so I'm just executing that strategy now. No excuses. No, I like that. No excuses. You know, would you say you made a lot of excuses to get to where you're at today? Would you be a guy or maybe you've just learned a lot of lessons along the way? I think naturally there's a combination of both. There's a fine line between like being scared or nervous versus making excuses because, you know, I'm still nervous about different parts of my business today. The difference is that I'm actually doing it regardless of how I'm feeling, where in the past, that would be my excuse. Okay. So now you got this business. What's the plan around it? Give me some of the vision for like, what do you see your business like in six months to a year? Because you're a guy who's always strategizing and planning. So I know that, you know, you may be present, but you're always thinking about where you're going. Give me some insight to what do you think your business is going to look like in six months from right now? Yeah. So I never had that ability. Like I didn't know how to do and think longer terms. Uh, the longest I could think was maybe like a couple of weeks, maybe a month. And so with this type of business and the direction and the commitment I've made, it's easier to think longer because it's aligned to everything else that I'm doing. So first of all, the agency is the core business. And that makes a big difference of how I make my decisions right now. So the core business at this point is the agency. Then after that, the purpose of building all of this like branding and this type of asset with the ad pro is helping other people become advertising professionals as well. And one of the gaps in the market is that there isn't that much education for teams to do that. Mm. And so I'm going to be working with organizations that are doing 500,000 to approximately a million to 2 million who have teams who are already spending money on advertising, just don't know what to do next as things get harder. So that's like the next step. And from there, there's a bunch of different offerings that I have between power ups and fast tracks, which are like $100 programs on how to get a outcome in an hour. So for example, how to get your first funnel up, a lead generation campaign up in an hour, how to get your messenger bot up in an hour, how to get your tracking up in an hour. And it's like a hundred bucks. If you're doing that yourself and you go through the process of researching, your time is worth way more than that hundred bucks. So this investment will fast track everything for you and you should be able to see the outcome within an hour. That's powerful. Hey, so I know some dear friends of ours came to visit just a couple of weeks back. Yeah. Brandon Straker and uh, Glenn Dawson. I think Glenn was celebrating a major milestone. What was it like to have friends come and visit? And, and you're not in Toronto anymore. So I want to use this as a nice segue. Where in the world are you? Yeah. So currently I'm in Medellin, Colombia. I spent 17, 18 years in Toronto. 
And then from there, I eventually found my way down here because I saw a video of a guy dancing salsa. And I'm like, I want to be that guy. And so I wanted to come down here and then I learned how to dance. But then I got comfortable and I really enjoy my time in Medellin, Colombia. And yeah, a couple of weeks ago, Glenn and Brandon came down and they figured out paid advertising in their business with our agency. And they're doing very well. And now they have you know new challenges and new opportunities in their business. And one of the reasons they came down was to celebrate a milestone of growth in their business. That's cool. The word you've used a couple of times today is comfortable. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for you today when you say that word? Comfortable means in different contexts, it can mean, you know, a sense of accomplishment. But in a lot of other situations, for me, that means complacency. And it means like settling. And so what I'm actually doing from a professional and personal standpoint is putting myself in situations where I'm uncomfortable, because I've been in a comfortable like mindset for over like a year last year. And what that did was I was, you know, just I settled on different elements of of my life. And what that allows for is just doesn't allow for growth. It creates an environment where you're just stagnant. And when you're usually stagnant, you're not truly stagnant, you're usually getting worse. And so now I'm purposefully creating environments where I have to grow or where people are pushing me to grow. And that's been helping me significantly. And I love that. And the, the reason why I put comfortable, it's because we've talked about it, but you've also had a mindset shift. You change from like, hey, I'm good. Yeah. To, I, like, I like the things that I'm doing, but I want to do more. And you also made a statement that was really powerful as we're climbing up today. You've accomplished a lot of the things that you set out to accomplish. Yeah. So where do you get inspiration for new things to put on your list? Do you have some value system that you say, hey, I want to go do that and then work on that? So this is one of my biggest lessons this year, which is that I've actually deprived myself of that source or that energy of what is it that I truly want because I was so complacent or just comfortable with what I had. And so we grew up in a low income housing. And so what that does to your mentality is like, be grateful for what you have and be grateful for what is in front of you. This is good enough. And that's not true. The more you have, the better you can actually serve people. And the more you have, the better you can serve yourself. And so what I realized over, especially like last few months is that because I'm not selfish, I'm actually, you know, not able to realize a lot of my own potential. But more importantly, the visions I have and the ways that I can support others, I'm not exploring them either. And so what I've been focusing on in the last 30 days is constantly going deeper on what is it that I want? What would make my day today even better? Instead of like, what would make this day better? Or what would make this day good? It's what would make this day even better? And that puts a context around the day of like, this day is already amazing. How do I make it even better? You know, Nahal, so it's so interesting because we've been friends for, let's say about four years, three and a half. Yeah. How much more clear you are today, right? Like, and I think I need people like you to remind me in my life of like, okay, I'm being challenged. All right. Am I listening to what Nahal's talking about? Or is he just like, just saying stuff for the world? So I'm writing notes, taking little like sidebars where I'm like, you know, so what I hear is a person who's now really focused and he's learned a lot from his journey so far to this point. How old are you? I'm 28 now. So, you know, getting started really like focused on the internet at an early age, but then really going 13, you know, 14 till 18. Now you've really, you've been able to dial in your offer. I mean, in partnerships, you've tried a whole bunch of things, you have family yeah. come and work for you, family not working for you, <laughs> but you've been able to dive in and really get to the heart of who you are. And the other piece that you mentioned too is like you wanted a salsa dance. Uh huh. Why? 
Like, like I'm not asking it in a negative way. I'm just like, why? Like, where did that come from? Like, where did you see that growing up in your life? Or like, I want to go salsa dance. I don't even know. It was the same thing with the Spanish guitar. I eventually like randomly found a video and then started obsessing. I realized that whenever I tone down my obsessions, like bad stuff starts happening. Where bad, I'm not, bad stuff, bad stuff, bad stuff, because I'm not able to express what I want. I'm not able to pursue what it's like obvious that kind of gives me goosebumps that creates an environment where I get super happy. Salsa is one of those things. And I don't know why no one else in my family likes it. None of my friends enjoy it. It's just one of my things that gets me super excited. And I feel great listening to it and dancing to that. But it wasn't always like that. I just saw this video like eight years ago or something. And for some reason, I just wanted to be that guy. I wasn't Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Nahal, tonight teaching you salsa. <laughs> you never know, man. You never know. But it's that. But it's also, see, you. the other piece that was interesting, too, is like, I don't know why I bought this Facebook ads cracked by that guy, Don, whatever his name was. And Yeah. But that's what's cool is if you really think and spend time, like I'm listening to you speak today, you're just having fun. A lot of this is just going for it and just saying, screw it, let's see what happens, right? Would you agree? Yeah. Like people ask me, like, why did you come to Medellin? Like, did you know anyone? Like, weren't you scared when you didn't know how to speak Spanish or you didn't know how to get around? It's like, I don't think about that. It just kind of sort of happened. That was like a decision I made. And so, and then I just figured it out. See, I'm more fascinated to be honest with you. I'm just more fascinated in like anybody listening today, follow me on this track for a second. Here's an entrepreneur who just has been saying, I'm going to try new things. And his list is like, whatever he wants it to be, he's just going for it. And he's learning and he sounds really healthy and happy and he's having fun. And if you saw what I saw during this entire video, his dog sitting on his lap, literally just like trying not to bark. And I'm sitting here laughing because what he's doing is he's reminding me to have fun on my journey. He's reminding me that a lot of stuff's going to come. And yes, he's probably had his fair share of ups and downs on the journey, but anybody listening, focus in on his laughter and in his voice is he's alive. That to me is more exciting. Even if, you know, he's not a hundred percent in your opinion is like, Oh, I relate to it all. No, listen for the similarities, not the differences. Here's a guy who put a lot of stuff in front of him, crossed off a lot of stuff, but never lost touch with what he saw. He saw a video eight years ago and he's purposeful about it. He's passionate, wakes up every single day. He's like, I'm going to go just try new stuff today. But see, I call that play. You're in the mindset of play. Play is, is really powerful because if you're in play, then you're open to have fun. And then that means whatever life throws at you, you're not going to get upset about it. You're going to grow. And you're going to go, I want to go get through it as fast as I can because I want to go play, right? When's the last time you've been salsa dancing? Uh, two days ago. And <laughs> typically, how long does Nahal get out to go salsa dancing? Like the same night? Three hours, four hours? That's so cool. I'm saying it because you're living life and you're living, you know, the old adage goes, 10 out of 10 die, only a couple really live. And it sounds right. like to me, you're really living. You're having fun. Yeah. And, you know, people might not see like the video of this, but like, you know, there's a bunch of different challenges in the business. Like we lost an employee. We lost a bunch of revenue last month based off of like Facebook ad algorithm that we don't control. We had one of our best months in our history of our business. And then we lost a bunch of revenue based off of things that we don't control. And there's all these things that aren't going right as well. But the way I'm dealing with them and the way I'm reacting with them is so different than the past because I've just learned to create new challenges in my business and in my life. And I'm interested in new problems and new challenges instead of having the same ones. And so that's why I'm pursuing ad pros. That's why I'm pursuing you know development on the personal side because there's things that are obviously working and there's things that obviously aren't. So yeah. And on the things that are what are you the biggest things that are working for you in your business? Just for you, just like where you really feel like the most you and alive. 
So what I was mentioning about obsession, I think what has driven me, what used to drive me was like fear and insecurity. When things would get bad, that's when I would turn it up. Because whenever my back was against the wall, it would almost be fun, man. It would be like, now I get to work. Now I get to like really show my potential because now I have to, you know? But if you live your life like that, it's very difficult to operate that way because it's not an unlimited source and it's very exhausting. And so now what we're doing from, you know, personally as well as the team, we're using our own like motivation internally and using our own desires to get better. And so the way that we're doing that is one of our special power, like our superpowers is like learning and testing and becoming obsessive about getting better. And it's very easy as a Facebook advertiser to rest on your laurels of how your performance was yesterday or the day before. Oh, I've seen so many people Um, freak out about all the changes that have taken place just over the last you know, 45 days. Yeah. And when that happens, you go, you have a couple of reactions, you know, it's like you fight or flight. And so there's a lot of people who leave and that's normal. And that's normal in any business. And in Facebook, it's a little bit different because it's an extreme of that. You lose money and how, when people start losing money and when you have very little money, people change very, very quickly. And so with our core superpower is like, we're very good at getting better. And so we turned around a bunch of our campaigns that were doing bad. We have campaigns that were doing really, really, you know, low performance. And we've been able to turn those around. And that's because like we nurture our obsession. And as soon as that obsession and that core like energy isn't nurtured, like I mentioned for us, bad things happen. So we figured out where you're going, what you're up to. What would you say is the biggest thing that you discovered about yourself that led you to kind of some of the belief systems you had today over the last several years? Like some of the ahas that you could share with us today. I think one of the core ones that I'm exercising very frequently right now is like, I need help. And there's people who are way smarter than me or who have way more experience than me in that specific facet of their business or of their life. And so I used to be uh, very... I don't know if egotistical is the word or just like arrogant in the sense of that I can figure this out myself. And it's just easier if you just ask for help. And so right now I have someone helping me with business. I have someone helping me with my health. I have someone helping me with like my websites. I have another person helping me with my design. I have other people helping me with my hiring. Like, so what I'm do just, you do? What do you do then? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Right? Like, don't you think like every people say that all the time? Like, if you outsource everything, what do you do? I'm like, focus on the thing that you love doing and you're, right. you're, you want to teach and you're in the education space. And now you're going to go help people to be able to duplicate kind of a little bit of what you've done. And you're going to transform and change so many people's lives. I'm excited for ad pros. I'm excited too, man. And like the main thing for me with that is like community because I will never be the smartest advertiser. I'll never be the person who's spending the most amount of money. That's just not how this process works. And so if the community isn't there and people don't support each other, there's no point. And so the main thing that I want to cultivate in this process is a sense of like trust and community where people are supporting each other. So it's not about me at all. No. And you know, I love it because it reminds me of the quote a little bit, right? The elevator to success is out of order. You have to use the stairs one step at a time. And how many steps have you taken to get to where you're at today? And how many times did you get to where you're like, I think I want to go up the road, but I can't. So I'm going to stop. And the more that I've gotten to know you, the more that I know who you are and how you show up in this world and the way that you want to give back, your heart's in the right place today. It really is. I don't think it's ever been in the wrong place. I just think today it's really in the right place. And I'm really proud of you. I'm really, I'm excited for you. And I think that gives me so much encouragement that anybody's listening today. And I heard this quote not too long ago, you can change up until your very last breath. Like you have the ability to change. 
And right. some of the things that you're working on today are huge changes from the person that even you were a year ago, even the person I was a year ago. So that's what I love. But for people who are listening, like these might sound like huge changes, but these are actually like very small changes, like made consciously over and over and over yep. until the point where it's like, it looks like a big change. And you're like, oh, Nahal, you made a big change. It's like, no, it actually takes like a degree of courage to keep figuring out what is it that actually makes you feel good. And like, do you want to go out salsa dancing and meet new people? It's like, no, I'd rather stay home and watch Netflix and show alone. And like, there's constant like how you're doing something is how you do everything in, in a lot of cases. And with that, all of these areas and diff- working in different areas of my life fuels the other parts. So that's been a huge change. And the only way I've been able to get that is by seeking the truth in those situations. And so I think I've been doing a better job of... How's the relationships today with your family? Better than they've ever been because I've been working on it. In the past, I never used to work on it. It wasn't a priority. So you can imagine if you don't work on a relationship, it eventually dies. And that has happened. And so... So you're saying you're intentional with your time and energy and your relationships are growing today. Yeah. And there's a lot more to grow. The more you understand about any topic, the more you are humbled by how much more there is to understand. So when it comes to relationship, for example, my relationship with my brother wasn't very healthy. And now he went from just being a junior media buyer on the team to now being my right-hand person who I have complete trust and belief. And that allows me to express more of what I'm able to do and work on higher level stuff that has unlocked me. And so I wouldn't be able to do that if we didn't work on that relationship. And same thing goes for my mom. Okay. Pakistan, you've been back since you've been to Toronto? Have you ever gone back? Not yet. Do you have any desire any time to go? Yes, potentially. Yeah. Do you have family? Do you know a lot of family still there? It's just my dad. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a quick break and we're going to come back. We're going to talk about Ads Pro, the education system. A six letter domain is really cool in this day and age where, you know, a lot of people, I have eight. So just, I'm telling you, man, I probably have longer than that because I haven't even counted these days. How many is ship offers? We'll figure it out. But what we're going to do is we're going to learn more about you. And then I'm going to bring you into the fulfillment round, ask you a bunch of questions. I'm going to see if I can do some research on salsa dancing and maybe you can tell me. (laughs) So the only other person I know on planet earth that does salsa is Vernon. That's the only other guy. Now, you also know Vernon pretty well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Did he help you get into salsa or did you help him get into salsa dancing? My influence and my <laughs> skills, obviously. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, uh, when he came down, I'm sure that's how he got into salsa when he came down to Medellin. So. All right. Well, we'll be right back with Nahal on the Be Fulfilled Show. Are you suffering from marketing dysfunction? Are you not able to perform online as well as you could when you were younger? Unable to keep up with the intimate demands of buying product, running offers, and shipping items to your customers? Say hello to Ship Offers, clinically proven to enhance the growth and longevity of your business. Get some today at shipoffers.com. All right, we are back on the Beef of Hill Show. Nahal Kazim is with us today. We are in Colombia. We are talking life, business, kind of the pursuit of salsa dancing 101 how to run a Facebook agency, how to get into the education platform, how making the biggest domain purchase of his life has literally caused him to get uncomfortable where he felt he was comfortable. He wanted to play bigger. His coaches and his mentors have been challenging him. He's got people helping him in all areas of his life, his health, his wealth, his business. And things are really shaping up to be just a phenomenal life for this gentleman. And not too long ago, it wasn't the case. He was doing what he was wanting to do, but he wasn't 
living it as passionately as he's now. So I'm excited to have you here, Nahal. And as we kind of come down Success Mountain, one thing that I, I just want to tell you, man, is I appreciate you, dude. I, I really do. From looking at you from eyeball to eyeball, face to face, you know, in Cleveland to having Chinese food at a restaurant, just talking about where you're at, where you're going, what you're up to, to right. where you're at right now. I'm inspired, bro. Like you're doing some really phenomenal things. And I just want to say thanks because I think a lot of times we forget to share gratitude with others. So I just want to say I'm very grateful for you in my life, but also just to watch you on your journey. It's been a blessing. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. So the biggest kind of thing ahead right now is launching adpros.com. So you bought a domain. What was that process like for you? pretty nerve wracking because there's like a constant fear of missing out throughout that process of like, damn, is someone else going to buy that? And after I posted that I did buy it, one of my friends, he posted up like, man, I was looking at that domain two weeks ago. So yeah. So you never know like how that works. And so it's just constant like obsession. And I made a decision of like how much I need to save in order to make that happen and what that process was going to look like. So it was like very simple. And then when Glenn and Brandon were down here in Columbia, I looked at the account and I'm like, oh man, I actually hit the goal. I didn't even know I hit it until randomly we were talking about it. So that process was relatively simple once that happened, but the anticipation towards it was interesting. Gotcha. Now, okay. So what was it like having you know two people that you've been able to follow for a long period of time come celebrate with you, their wins and their successes and everything they're kind of up to? visiting you, what was that like to know that what you're really up to and you're doing is really paying off for so many different people? Yeah. So it's cool, man, because this was the first time they've actually ever left the country. And if I wasn't here, maybe they wouldn't have come to a place that's like unknown. And we went on a spiritual journey in the Amazon jungle as well. So that was interesting. And then I was also able to expose them to different parts of Colombia and different, you know, mindset shifts because people watch Netflix and Narcos and then they have a perspective of what Medellin is going to be like. And there's a degree of that, which is true. But at the end of the day, it is a incredible place. And the lifestyle can be incredible if depending on what you want. From that standpoint, it was great. But then from a business standpoint, there was a goal that Glenn and Brandon wrote out for, I think, almost two years. And there was a point in this year where the business wasn't going well and some of their organic stuff wasn't working the way it was. And so they got frustrated enough to figure it out. And so we started working together consistently on a paid advertising thing and made a webinar work. And so it went from the revenue that they were doing, we were able to three exit and they were able to bring on another salesperson. And now we're working on scaling that even further. I love it. And now with your new education platform that's being built out, I mean, the businesses you're going to be able to affect and the people you're going to be able to help is just endless. So what are some immediate things that you've got to get done to get this thing going? Like right now, like what are some high level stuff that you need to get going? Yeah. So because of the book, The One Thing, like that has helped me, helped kick my butt. There's a lot of ways to read that book and consume that book and implement it. My one thing is getting the webinar campaign out. That is the lead generation for the coaching offer. So the thing that I've made a decision on of like how the first round of monetization for the campaign or the business will go is with coaching. And in order to get those clients, I run different coaching funnels via webinars for my own clients. And so I know what the mechanics are and what the funnel looks like and what the process is. And so I literally just finished the draft of the webinar yesterday. We already have the draft of the funnel ready. We have like the logo and all of that in the works. I'm speaking with different technology guys to get 
the website ready and the different like stacks I need on the back end. And it's like all these different things moving and I'm not stressed or overwhelmed where in the past I would have been relatively easily. And the reason I think for that is because it's just so clear of like what the natural next step is and everything else that I'm not going to be doing right now. No. And I like the fact that you're delegating too, instead of taking on more stuff, you're just like, Hey, I'm done. I know these people can help me. And so they ask, you know, would you say your life was not filled with you asking for help just even a couple of years ago? I started attracting like different high quality people, but I was still nervous of like actually reaching out. At this point, I'm making it a habit to and doing it at a constant level, but it's constant give and take. So I go out of my way to support them when I can. And it comes back to me eventually and in multiples. No. And I think that's just something that a lot of people should listen to, right? We know we probably need to do some stuff. We're maybe a little hesitant or afraid of somebody telling us no, but you'll never get a no if you don't ask. Right. right? You, you no. won't know the answer to it. So you can sit in your head all day or you can just get busy asking. And then the worst that someone can tell you is no. And I've learned over my years that no doesn't mean no forever. It means not right now. Someone yes. may be willing to come back around and help you, just not right now. And yeah. you got to be able to add value too. And you do that in everything. That's why I love receiving little messages from you. Like, hey, what's up? <laughs> you doing well? I'm like, yeah, I'm great. Do you need help with anything? I'm like, no, I'm good. Because that's another <laughs> thing. How do you do receiving help today? Knowing that you're asking for it, how do you do with receiving help? Man, I used to suck at it. So I was really bad at receiving compliments. I was really bad at receiving any kind of support because I felt guilty, even though I'd go out of my way and spend hours helping other people. And then as soon as I would get it, it didn't feel right. I felt like I wasn't good enough, like I didn't deserve it and all the other things that like we tell ourselves. And so today it's a lot different because as people are helping me, I receive it and I stopped being an asshole, which I was taught as a term, which is you ask for help and then don't implement anything. And so when people take time to help me, I do my best to implement and I do my best to implement as quick as possible in my business or personally. All right. So Neha, what we're going to do is we're going to slide right into the fulfillment round. Okay. These questions have no real value other than we just have fun. There's no phone a friend. There's no going home with a booby prize today. There's no like, I have a lifeline. It's just you, me. If you don't know the damn answer, please make something up. Can you you do that? Can you have some fun? I'll try. All right. So first question out the door, it comes from social media today. Who are your favorite people to follow on social media? David Goggins on Instagram is ridiculous. If you ever want just like a kick in the butt or want like a natural, I don't know, inspiration or raw motivation or just change in perspective, I really like his stuff. I love Bleacher Report. That's where I go to get distracted a little bit. And uh, that's it. Those are, I guess, my main. I like it. If you were posting something today about our interview, what would be the headline you would use? I would say always find someone to sit your dog when you're doing podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Favorite places that you've experienced in Colombia? San Andres, which is an island just off of Colombia. It's the, there's seven different blue uh, shades of blue in the, in the water. I like that a lot. I think it's, uh, it's cool because I was talking to Vernon right before break. We were talking just yesterday, the day before about, Cartagena and he just had gotten back and I'm like, I really want to go. And then I'm like, okay, if I'm going there, I got to figure out how to get to you. How far apart are we now talking? Hours? No, hour and a half flight. Everything is like an hour and a half, two hours max. So we're going to try to figure out how to make that happen in 2019. We're going to come and bring my wife. We're going to figure it out and have a good time. Cost of living for you. Tell me a little bit about what life costs comparable to Toronto. Is there a way to value it out for us? 
Yeah, it used to be a lot cheaper. So now there's just such a high demand for Medellin that it's getting super competitive. There's only so many places like foreigners can live without, you know, going to a mortgage or going direct. So like rents cost anywhere between like $700 for a one bedroom to like $1,500 for a nice place, which is not like that cheap. It used to be cheaper. And so it's relatively cheap, I would say, but there's ways to live like pretty expensive. Meals on average are like five to $10. For example, like if you're getting a steak, a steak is like 12 or $15. The same thing that would be like 60 to $100 in the US. So there's things that are closer to the value in the US and there's things that are way more expensive. So favorite thing you've discovered food wise on your journey so far in Colombia? In Colombia, there's not much to talk about, unfortunately. So their palate and the type of food is relatively basic. It's rice and beans and chicken, and they have some more exotic dishes like bandeja paisa. And is that why you're wasting away in front of my eyes? You're so <laughs> It's just uh, I love Peruvian food. I prefer that. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So, a couple of last questions for me. If you're not living there, you're not living in Toronto, and you're not living in the U.S., where other places have you thought about going? Uh, Tokyo. Really. Yeah. It's not very foreigner friendly, but it's just weird. It's like funky and it makes me uncomfortable. I don't know why, but it also makes me feel very welcome. I was there in February of 2018 and there was something, there was a cool energy about it. And I would love to explore Japan a lot further. And so that would be one of the places. Can we get a picture of your dog today? Because I want to put him on the cover of the, the, of the Facebook post for podcast. <laughs> I think this is hilarious. This dog has been chilling on your lap all day. What made you get a dog? It was actually with my ex-girlfriend. Oh, so it's just extra stuff that was left behind, like the toothbrush and the, the deodorant. So. Here comes the dog. How's it been for you having a dog? Uh, my first reaction to the dog was such a negative reaction. It was, I realized that a dog represented love and I didn't want to love it because I knew I would get heartbroken eventually when it would die. I didn't even know that. I found that out in the first 72 hours. I had very vicious reactions of just like, I don't want this dog. This dog is ruining my life. It wasn't doing anything. It just like was less than two months old. But now when it's not being annoying and and completely biting my arm off, it is an incredible presence and really good energy versus just me working all day and coming home to like an empty house. So it's nice. No, it's cool. I'm happy, man. I think if, if I get a couple things out of this interview today... Stay focused, constantly be evolving, be working on yourself, work on you more than you work on anybody else. Invest in your life and in your business, ask for help, whatever is like Mr. Kind of Captain Obvious in front of you, you know, have good counsel, have good friends who help you see your blind spots and take risks today. Don't sit there going, poor me, instead, like pour some salsa on it and go dance your life away. Have some fun and enjoy it. Do it with your friends, like literally light yourself on fire, have a good time. And I think those are the things that I'm going to walk away with today. Yeah. Um, And don't you dare filter your obsessions. Don't filter your obsessions. All right. Uh, Last question I'm going to ask you. I didn't ask you anything specific today. Maybe you're thinking about walking into the interview with something on your mind. Is there something that we didn't cover that you wanted to share? Yeah, there is. If someone is doing paid advertising and their campaign is stuck right now, I've developed a seven step like framework that we're able to analyze paid advertising campaigns called the ad scorecard. And it's just ad scorecard.com. So we didn't really get a chance to talk about that, but that's something I'm super excited about. And I've spent a lot of time like optimizing and, and perfecting that. And there's a lot more to go. But if you go to that domain, you'll see the seven different elements of an advertising campaign. And most of it has nothing to do with Facebook advertising. All right. That is Nahal Kazim. Today, special guest on Be Fulfilled. What's your dog's name? 
Joey from the friends. <laughs> Joey from the friends. Um, you know, just say thanks again, man. I appreciate you coming on. Been friends for a while and I'm always encouraged and just my eyes are forward looking ahead at great things for you. And I'll be, I'm excited that now that focus is even more, right? You know exactly what you want. You know what you're willing to give to get it and you're going to make it happen. And I can't wait to just see your growth over the next couple of years. We'll have you back again. But thanks for being a guest on the show today. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right. That is Joey and Nahal. <laughs> they just made up this episode of Be Fulfilled. My name is Tony Grebmeyer. No matter where you go, no matter what you do, make today the best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at drainersanddrivers.com and download my free mini course designed to give you more clarity and freedom in your day. It might just change your life forever. Forever.